G'day, dorks, and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown. I'm Philip. Thank you for joining me. Uh, with me tonight, via the magic of the internet, is a beautiful lad. Uh, you haven't haven't heard him here for a little bit, but I'm glad to have him back. Uh, John, how you doing, buddy? Very good, Phil. Thanks for having me back. It's been a minute. How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. What have you been up to lately, man? What, what have you been? What have you been doing since last we had you on? I think the last episode we had you here was the Attack on Titan episode. Would have been, yeah. What a good episode! That was a I had ripper. A lot of fun with that one. That yeah, was really that was a, good. That was a ripper. Yeah. Um, since I last saw you, bro, uh, not too much to be honest. Just, um, just work the same as always. Uh, bought a new mic recently. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're testing the audio of that today, I guess. Yeah. Very first, excited uh, about that one, though. Yeah, first episode via the internet, uh, via Google Duo. I think we're using. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never used Google. Yeah, no, before, it's my, my first time too, but seems to be doing all right. And uh, listen, this is a free podcast, so if you want to complain about the audio, um, yeah, you know where to go. Hit us up on the socials. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been reading anything interesting or gaming or you still still German Apex? You still living that Apex life? Still playing Apex on the daily. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, which we've reviewed um, before, just got a kind of a title update. They got a free DLC for the online mode. Yeah, it was like a it's called, um, online co-op or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's called Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So um, it's completely separate to the main story and the main game. Um, you've got teams of either two or four and kind of you just play map objectives or you go through story missions. It's it's really interesting. Um, I'll, have to get, I'll have to get in and uh, have a go with uh, you and Josh. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, I think um, I had a friend hit me up uh, maybe, I think the day it came out and just hit me up and be, was like, hey, we should we should jam together. And I was like, hells yeah. And then we just never did. <laughs> you never would. Oh, man, you, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you were going to finish the game. I, I'm sure that you haven't picked it oh, up. Oh, no, I, I, I literally haven't touched it since, since we reviewed it. I'm sure. I don't know where you'd find the time. You, you watching... Um, so much anime and cartoons. Oh, it's in like, oh, mate. Oh, I, I close my eyes now and I just see anime and cartoons and just, <laughs> I'm living that cartoon life. Uh, like, that leads me into what I what I wanted to talk to you about, mate. Because I've been like going in so heavy on anime, fig- uh, like anime and everything like that. I've, um, I've recently found anime figurines online. Like the, do you mean like the actual like the um to scale figurines, or do you mean like pop figurines? No, no, I mean like the proper kind of resin mold figurines. I saw one of um Kurakika from Hunter X Hunter, or oh, Hunter Hunter, sorry. Kurapika or isn't it Kurakika? The chain He's got guy, the, uh, the chains on his hands. Is it Kurapika? Oh, I could be making a big mistake I, there, but I'm, I'm uh, going to go with Then again, I watch Hunter Hunter dubbed, so I could be saying the wrong thing too because I watch it dubbed. So, Oh, maybe not. And you're watching it right now, aren't you? Yeah, I've been watching it for like uh, four. It's it's kind of like my, my relaxing show, so I watch like 
I don't know, like six episodes, seven episodes a week. And I've been doing that for, you know, eight weeks or so. I'm like 80 episodes. Yeah, there'd, there'd have to be a lot. There's a ton of, there's a uh, ton of chapters in the manga. 140 episodes or something like that. Oh, wow. So well, I'm, um, we'll have to do, we'll have to do an, another episode on it later, but uh, are you like an arc in, you're two arcs in or? Uh, so I'm at Green Hill, about the end of Green Hill. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Um, if, so, you, if you've watched Hunter Hunter or Red Hunter Hunter, you know that's the arc just after the Phantom Troop arc. Um, yeah, I I think it's my favourite anime of all time. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of the best mangas, uh, excluding maybe the, the current arc that's uh, never going to uh, finish. Yeah, I don't um, know. There's, uh, there's something... I was like, I was really on board with it and then... And like uh, I was a big fan of it in the first season, and then the Phantom Troop arc, I was like, okay, I I really like this. I, I like where it's going, and then it throws the absolute curveball of the Green Hill arc, which is like a um a attack on not attack on Titan, a Sword Art Online kind of gaming thing where they go into this <laughs> video game, but it's not a video game, and it's 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 that uh, that arc for this whole arc for me is like I'm I'm so in love with it. Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what the feel was, but that arc really really is still like a mystery until the end. Yeah, and um, it's it, it the just whole video, it's, the whole video game situation. And yeah, it's so left field too. It comes out of nowhere. It's, yeah. it's great. And then, and then like you said, like you said, it it's actually not like yeah. a video game kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, um, um as soon as I saw this sorry? Karakuka figure from Hunter Hunter online, I was like, Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna start an anime fig collection. And then I saw the really? price tag. Oh, mate. Like, I know I'm going to buy some eventually. Like, I just know it's going to happen. But, like, that's so much money. Man, some, some of them, and especially the ones that get up to, like, 40, 50 centimetres tall, mm. they, they, they become, like, collect, they're limited edition. They become collector's items. They only go up in price almost. It's like that's a why, whole... And that's why people collect pop figures and whatnot. They, fingers crossed that they'll just be worth something a bit later on. Yeah, but it's like it's a, it's like a whole sub like a whole subcategory of anime fans. Like it's this whole other fandom aside from just anime and manga that's just the figurine fans, you know? Like they're just – I've seen – I'm part of a few groups on Facebook where some fig stuff gets shared around every now and again, but it's it's this whole niche subculture inside of a niche subculture. It's it's inceptions oh, really? of – it's inse- like inception of niche. Like it's so – it's so layered. <laughs> I'm in so deep, mate. It's <laughs> – you can probably get Inception figurines too, oh, so I wouldn't man, be surprised. But um, do do they have like buy, swap, swap and sell? Oh, like yeah. Pages on Facebook. Yeah, like my my algorithm for Facebook now is just all anime buy, swap, sell pages because all I'm doing is just just lurking on these pages, looking at figs. Like, oh, <laughs> man, so those many. algorithms are those algorithms are wild. I um, I. Like I said, I bought the microphone re- like yesterday. Oh, sorry. Yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. And an hour after I got home, I had an ad on Instagram pop up for the exact microphone that I purchased. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> it kind of shook me a little bit. <laughs> it's like, um, have you um, have you been getting the ads for the new Macca's burger? The chicken parmy? I... Um, you know what? I actually get more ads for the Hungry Jacks ripoff 
the oh, really? Big Jack. The Big Jack. So for some reason, I always get that. I don't, I don't know why, but for some reason, the um, the uh, advertisement on ad- advertisement on Spotify for me because I don't pay for Spotify, but they always yeah, oh advertise God. me a- uh, advertise to me the big Ma- uh, the Macca's. Uh, I think it's called the Chicken Palmy Burger. It's their new burger out. Yeah, you got the Chicken Palmy. Yeah. It comes with like free fries and a Coke if you buy one. So uh, that's come up. So, yeah, of course I went and bought one. And, man. It's, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it's the first. I don't think – so me and you have some pretty strong opinions on Maccas. I, I personally don't think we're, that we're, – We're Maccas boys from way back. Oh, uh, we've been going for years together. Yeah, that was, that's how we bonded. A bonding experience. The chicken and cheese. Chicken and cheese. When cheese first came out. Oh, mate. We've been friends for as long as that burger's been on the menu. That's crazy. But that was the first... Yeah. That's the last time I reckon Mac has added a burger to their menu that was an all-time classic. Yeah, that was worth, like... Uh, I still buy it pretty yeah. much every time I go through now. The only burger um, after that that I've been really... I was kind of... Kind of really upset that they got rid of was the Southwest BLT. Do you remember that? No, see, I don't get their specialty burgers. It had corn chips on it. Oh, what? Yeah, it had corn chips. It had like this Tex-Mex uh, taco sauce on top of it. It had lettuce, tomato, and um, and fried chicken. Oh, oh it mate. was an amazing. Feel I can't believe you never had it. No, see, I just I never went specialty burgers, but because I got mm-hmm. like I've been getting so heavily advertised this burger, and I was like, I was pretty hungry, so I called in, called in two days ago and got one to try. Man, I've had four. Since. What do you think? It's yes. so oh, good. I'm glad you said that. I I can agree. It's good. There's something like very different to the normal burgers. It wasn't what I was expecting. It tasted, oh, so you've had okay. one. It really did. Yeah, I've had one. Yeah, I How couldn't help myself. Fucking good I is it? On that menu. How? Yeah, yeah. I um was pretty pretty stoked with it actually. Oh, I was I was amazed by it. Like it's the uh, I got there's something. Have you tried the McPieces? No, no. Are they good? Bro, they are actually so freaking good because you can get the um. They give you this spicy shaker salt. You chuck them in the bag like you do with your shaker fries, except yeah. it's a different flavor. You shake them up, and have you had Nashville chicken, like Nashville hot chicken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they dip it in like that liquid, and then they just cover it in seasoning. It comes out just like that. Oh. After oh. you shake it up, I couldn't believe it. And they are beautiful. Oh, mate. Are they, are they like the – oh, mate, this is this is going to be a long chat. But are they like the um, – do you remember the – so they've they've always had the McNugs. They've always had Nuggies. Do you remember when they had yeah. the McBites, which were like – Yeah, no, they still got McBites, bro. Oh, do they? Oh. Yeah, you get 10 for – except they're like $3 now. Oh, they're dirt cheap. But, yeah, those, the, those McBites were like – a guilty pleasure of mine. Like if I was ever near Maccas, I'd just swing through drive through and get like five bucks worth of McBites and just um, nom, 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 nom. Cause they're just, yeah, me too. it's like eating air, mate. It just disappears. Um, Man, you'll never get them again. If you get these McPieces, you'll forget about McBites. Trust me, but move on. <laughs> man, we could talk about fast food all day. Yeah. We'll Do turn you... that into an episode. Oh, mate. Lords of drive through. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, oh, yeah. Have, to, we'll have, to get, have to get that going. Um, there was a bit of news this week, buddy. I don't know if you've read it, but um, 
So Netflix has announced uh, after having massive success with uh, animes like Seven Deadly Sins and Beasters, Netflix is looking to make more anime. Uh, according to multiple sources, Netflix has inked deals with uh, Japanese animation companies Naz, Science, Saru, uh, Mapa, and uh, South Korean company uh, Mister uh, Studio Mir. Uh, so these studios have worked on anime such as uh, Japanese Sinks 2020. Uh, they're working on the final season of Attack on Titan. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen they're working on as well. And also The Legend of Korra and Boondock. So there's like all those studios together have some great track records. And do you mean like Boondock as in like the... Um, mm-hmm. the yes, I do. Mate. The one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, so, do an on that. <laughs> oh, of course. So it's it's pretty clear that Netflix sees how much demand there is for good anime, and they're they're kind of you know leaning into it. So yeah, four what's that? Like five companies that they've signed deals with to make more Netflix exclusive anime. So I think we're we're really going to see a bump in Netflix like the anime they're putting out, which is it's going to be great. Yeah, well, you think about it, the the audience that likes. Um, cartoons and stuff so loves to stay at home and uh, watch mm. them. So and everyone has Netflix kind of now. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Mm. I am um, I'm I'm impressed by a couple of those titles those companies are already working on. I mean, I haven't I haven't even thought about Boondocks for a while. But uh, to all the listeners, if you don't know what it is, uh, at least give it a Google search because it is a. It, well, at the time, it was definitely an original, um, original good comedic work. For a cartoon, yeah, it was it was kind of sick too, and it was really um really interesting uh, animation style as well. That that was a that was definitely in a weird period where there was a lot of good Adult Swim animations coming out that weren't getting any love at the time. What was that? Metalocalypse it was Metalocalypse. <laughs> Metalocalypse is pretty dope. Yeah. Metalocalypse was an amazing show, and I'm not even that big of a metalhead, but like no one I knew was talking about. It. I think we had one friend that that we knew that was talking about it. Um, yeah, and then another Adult Swim. I can't remember the um, the name of it now, but the main characters were a milkshake, a um, a meatball, oh and God. a packet of fries. Is that feeding frenzy? Is that it? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's going to blank. I'm not going to remember it. But no, um, that was I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. That time. yeah, but yeah. I, I would be interested to see whether this new Netflix deal is going to lead to more kind of shonen-y anime on Netflix or are they going to start doing a bit of, you know, more peculiar, interesting, you know, different takes on anime as a genre or are we just going to, you know, are we just going to see shonen on, on, on Netflix now? It'd be interesting. What, what would you prefer? Both, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, both. Like, I'm, I've, uh, I'm starting to um, realize that I'm a giant shonen fuckboy. Like, I just, I just am. I'm yeah. a, a huge shonen guy. I, I, I'm unapologetic in how much I, I find shonen interesting, fascinating, and just, yeah. just all round, it just speaks to me on so many levels. But I'm fascinated to see some interesting new stuff because you know new stuff is if new stuff is always better like new stuff is always good having more variety of stuff is always going to be lead to better stuff you know diversity yeah. always makes stuff better oh 100 percent. but that's also at the same time that makes me uh kind of lean away from all of the mainstream shonen jump 
titles, mm. like serializations, because sometimes they kind of get this kind of trend. Um, also, Shonen Jump seems to make things really hot for a second, and then as soon as it stops uh, generating money, they kind of just throw it away. There's not a lot. That, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of titles that haven't been finished by Shonen Jump. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Well, but Netflix, on the other hand, they seem to they seem to got they get small little pieces and they they um do very good production for it and um I don't know, it must be it must be profitable for them. Yeah, well um it's not it's not anime related, but Netflix just ran out, uh announced uh no, I don't think it was Netflix. I think the creator of uh, a series called Mindhunter on Netflix, which is one of my favourite series, I just announced that there won't be a season three. So Netflix are pretty known to cut good shows early because, you know, yeah. they can't... Re- like, it's weird. I don't know how Netflix... Because there's... Uh, is there any more people left to be become subscribers to Netflix? Is there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah who, who doesn't have Netflix kind of... Um, I'm not sure. Tr- I'm pretty sure it's almost global. It's insane. Like, um, uh, it's... But- yeah, I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see them take on a lot more originals rather than going with stuff mm. that's like just purchasing stuff that's already been done because um I mean as as long as you know where to look you can find them uh, you can subscribe to the I mean look at Crunchyroll Crunchyroll in the last twelve months has really stepped their game up. Oh, the last three months I've had uh, like a Crunchy an active Crunchyroll subscription. The money I've put in has you know the amount of content I've got out for the amount of money I've put in is insane. I reckon I've probably watched, oh, I've watched what God of high school, Noblesse, tower of God. Uh, I've watched a few, bunch of other little ones as well. And I've started a few other series. Like I've watched so much good content on Crunchyroll, and I'm not even scratched the surface of the stuff I want to watch. Like, uh, if you're, if yeah. anyone out there is sleeping on a Crunchyroll subscription, I'm like, what are you doing, mate? If you love anime or even have a passing interest in anime, Crunchyroll is the app to get. Anime Lab is fucking great too. Like Anime Lab and Crunchyroll, they're both yeah. amazing apps. Like, um, So it's Netflix is going to have some strong competition when it comes to like anime streaming um, in relations to like qual- quantity and quality. Uh, but for the layman, like Netflix is going to be the place to go for anime, which is good because I love recommending anime to people. And if they've already got Netflix, it's it's even easier. That is the big thing. Like Netflix, Netflix uh, does have the access to so many people that it is. No matter how you look at it, for like the community, it's a good thing that Netflix mm. gets it. Um, I know, like there's there's people that aren't really happy about it. They like they've got like loyalty to the other services. Uh, there's but a, it's in in the long run, it's a good thing, I believe. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so talking about you know, well, I've got a, another little bit of news. Um, so and it, it relates to the topic of today. So the Demon Slayer movie, uh, the Mudgeon Train, I believe it's pronounced. It has shattered well uh, records for domestic box office overseas. Uh, so it really? has, yeah, it has grossed the highest opening weekend by far with over. 43 USD million banked in the first three days. 43 million in three days. And didn't it do like in the 40s on the release in Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we covered oh, it on last week's episode. We covered it on last week's episode. Did the, I think it was like a two day uh, when we recorded last. It was a couple days. No, it was the day it released. 
and it was already tracking to make thirty three million the first day just in Japan, and it's it's made forty three million um, USD. So yeah, that movie has skyrocketed into, and it's in the cultural zeitgeist now. That movie is out there. And yeah, it yeah, breaking definitely. records is definitely going to put it in the laps of a lot of people that wouldn't have watched it. So uh, we thought this week would would cover season one of Demon Slayer, considering that Demon Slayer movies, uh, you know, popping off. Like we'll we'll jump into Demon Slayer, catch everyone up who's missed out on the um, the action. Yeah, so uh, that's a good segue into the main topic. So yeah, we're talking Demon Slayer season one. Uh, it follows protagonist Tanjiro Kamado and his sister Nazuko as they seek to cure Nazuko's demon curse. Tanjiro and Nazuko become entangled in the affairs of the secret society known known as the Demon Slayer Corps. They have been waging a secret war against demons for centuries. So that's a brief little synopsis there, buddy. So how did you uh, find... Well, how did you stumble across Demon Slayer? Um, I'd known about Demon Slayer for a while now because uh, ever since it released on Netflix, actually, because I've got, I've got a... a good mate and he's very um involved he's very like into japanese culture and um the anime and the manga scene and he he'd recommended it to me when it popped onto netflix um and i kind of never really i never really got into it every and then the hype started to build mm. people that i knew that weren't interested in in cartoons or anime started coming up to me like hey have you seen this because they knew that i was into it be like, no, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, worth noting, I'm pretty much like that with anything uh, that gets yeah. a lot of hype. I kind of, I kind of take a step back and um, see how it goes. But I'd sat on it for maybe oh, for months. I sat on it, and then I started to watch the anime originally. Watched maybe two or three episodes, and then uh, I'm not really sure the circumstances, but I didn't finish it skip a year and a half later and I just decided to pick up the manga um, at the recommendation of Josh, actually. Josh recommended I read the manga. Yeah, shout out, Josh. And Yeah, and I read uh, pretty much the entire thing front to back in a matter of two, three weeks. Yeah, shit, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I kind of knew that was going to happen. That's kind of why I held off. I mean, it had finished, they finished the final chapter maybe halfway through me reading, me starting to. Oh, that's a dream. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. So I finished, finished while yeah. I was reading it and I got it. I got it from start to finish, got to finish my meal. Um, so it was very oh. satisfying. Um, and yeah, I was super impressed with it. Um, it had. It had good tropes that, um, and some that weren't really overused either. It had unique takes on. I mean, the for a demon, for yeah. a shonen, it's it's because it, it's published in Shonen Jump. It's technically a shonen. It is by far one of the most <laughs> separate to Gruesome. shonen. Well, it's just it's the least shonen feeling shonen because, like, it's, honestly, I'm surprised it's shonen because it should be sent in. Um, Especially the later arcs, um, they would have to be sent in, um, mm. which you won't see in the anime for a while. Um, it gets progressively uh, more and more uh, violent, at least, that's mm. to say. 
Well, the which is really good. So, have you watched the actual first season of the of the anime? Like, you haven't watched it all, have you? No, I've seen the first two, maybe three episodes. Mm. Um, I didn't finish the training arc on the anime, so I'm not sure how far that goes. Okay, yeah. So the season one of the anime covers um, uh, it covers up to the spider's lair, and then uh, you meet the Hashira in the mansion and then it basically does a little bit of a training arc at the end and then it wraps up at a, a neat 26 episodes i believe um it's a pretty yep. neat and tidy uh little first season uh so i stumbled across this um so i remember when episode 19 came out and it was trending on twitter worldwide episode 19 was and a lot of um people i respect and you know kind of follow uh, on Insta and stuff like that, were posting stuff about it, and it, that was kind of the first time I, I'd seen it. And I was like, okay, right, yeah, there's a new, a new um, anime to check out. And I was like, well, I did the thing I usually always do, and that's wait for the season to finish, and then watch it because I uh, week to week is good idea. Week to week is insane. I've said it here before. It, the world of streaming, I'm never watching anything week to week again. Week to week can suck yeah. my dick. There's, there's no way I'm doing <laughs> yeah, it. That's the- insane. Yeah, I think the only thing I have ever watched week to week in terms of um, anime would be Dragon Ball Super because I was very hype about that. Yeah, the um, last thing I so watched... I was watching that week to week on Anime Lab. The last thing I watched week to week was um, Game of Thrones, the last season. So, yeah, didn't leave it on a high. Um, <laughs> so now, now you're, yeah, now you're salty about that. <laughs> oh, salty. Salty is not even... Salty doesn't even begin to describe what I am about that season. Um, but I'll digress. Yeah, so uh, as I said, this this episode came out and was trending everywhere. So I waited for the season to wrap up and uh, I got into it. I watched, I think I watched like four or five episodes. I think I did the same thing to you. I watched I watched a few episodes and for some reason or another uh, fell off and started reading the manga. Uh, burnt through the manga up until basically where this season wraps up. Uh, I read a little bit past uh, where this season wraps up and then I kind of knew that was the end point for the, the um, anime. So I was like, okay, I'll watch the anime now. And I haven't gone yeah, back okay. to finish the manga because I, I started reading One Piece soon after that. So um, all my free time went out the window. But uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the first season of the anime, it's, oh, man, it's, it's so good. Like, it, it, it's, it's remarkably good. And as someone who's read and watched the anime and the manga, I can say I think – with a hundred percent certainty that they are both equally as good. <laughs> the anime doesn't cut stuff out and dilute the story. The manga doesn't inflate and, you know, bloat the story out. They're both beautiful. The the manga is drawn. Oh, it's it's so pretty. It's it's hands down one of the most beautiful, uh, stunning mangas I've read in a long time. It's gorgeous. Yeah, you really like it. I, I just Did re- you um there you go. Uh, I just really liked the the shading and the kind of uh, it's it's the aesthetic it was set in was already gonna be an aesthetic I really liked. Like I, I'm a sucker for samurai stuff. Like I just am. Um, yeah. I really like you know kind of feudal Japan kind of style. Uh, but the character designs and the shading and the the dark the lighting and the the way the demons are drawn and everything in the manga it's just. 
it really, really speaks to me, and it, it's it's up there with the upper echelon of one of some of my favorite manga art ever done. So yeah, I was thoroughly uh, on board yeah, with the manga yeah. and the anime. Yeah, I really like the the fighting's well drawn. Um, mm. There's there's never a panel that doesn't uh, that is unnecessary almost because mm. if they're not showing you panels of an action scene, they're actually showing you panels with characters that have like certain expressions on their face that you could, and you could follow, um, say two people are interacting. You can actually follow how they're, they're, um, they're feeling almost. They make it very obvious. Oh yeah. Um, Super, super easy to follow fight scenes in the manga. Whereas compared to something like, um, one piece, for example, some of those bigger bloatier fights are super hard to follow in the manga. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Mm. But does that does that continue on? Like in the later arcs, without giving any spoilers, I'm sure that the fights grow to be bigger and more extravagant. Does it does that follow on in the manga? Is it still easy to follow at the end when there's a lot more stuff going on, or do they always kind of keep it super simple? Yeah, no, that definitely that it definitely is really easy to follow because, um, like, in the later arcs, especially the last arc it is just chaotic, some of these yeah. fights, because you're, you're finally fighting with, like, the top echelon of the demons. Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so you can you can follow it along really well. I feel like because um, the characters are progressively getting older and they're maturing, I feel like the drawing style also got a little bit more mature. Um, there's, there's panels at the start and the middle of the entire series where there's it's comedic almost i mean you would have noticed they draw the faces very simply yeah just black dots for eyes and a, and a little mouth um it's kind of a technique a lot of manga car use to explain explain um like just have a blank expression yeah They've just got these dead beady eyes or um if they're kind of like got an innocent look they've got like these wider eyes but kind of like a little bit of a little bit of a sad face. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, no, they they do a great job of just expressing what needs to be said without doing too much um, dialogue. Because I, um, if you take manga like <clears throat> uh, Attack on Titan, has a lot of uh, a lot of words on the page. Ooh, yes, sometimes it, it can get a little bit um, wordy. Sometimes it can get a little bit um, wordy. Yeah. Yeah, Attack on so, Titan's um, a no, big they do a really good job. Yeah, Attack on Titan's a big, uh, a big abuser of words on a panel. Oh boy, mate! <laughs> I read, Sometimes I read. Sometimes they'll be paragraphed. Oh, mate! And it's always good because Attack on Titan is always good. But you know, I'm just saying that because I'm pretty sure Amelia can hear me from the next room. So, <laughs> you hear it, hear it scream. Some, in a minute. Somehow but, um... I can feel her staring at me through a wall, and that's unnerving. <laughs> you know exactly where she is yeah um so you mentioned before about the comedic parts in this how did you feel about the the comedic characters that we get introduced to in season one so we have tanjiro and nezuko the the two main leads but then we also get uh introduced to a few other demon slayers with um uh you're gonna have to help me out with the names here his two friends i wrote it down you've got zenitsu zenitsu um so yeah, he's the lightning. Yeah, he's Zenitsu. The, um, so he's kind of played off as the main comedy relief almost. He's that there. character. Yeah. He's definitely that character. Um, oh, kind of Inosuke as well. Yeah. Uh, he's a little bit comedic considering how dumb he is, I guess. Yeah, well, they play both those characters off as, you know, comic relief. And 
Inosuke was one of the first uh, characters I remember seeing from this series because his design stands out the most. He's got shirtless with a boar head, like he's with these two serrated swords. His design spoke to me. Ava was even blasting my um, my Instagram story feed with just clips of him fighting because, oh man, God, I love Inosuke and his serrated blades and everything. Like he's oh, he's the best boy yeah. in this anime. He's amazing. Yeah, no, I um, I, I, his character is f- fantastic the whole way through as well. Um, he, I think he has one of the most the, interesting fighting styles too. We don't see any dual wielders. Yeah, the double blades, the things. Sick, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's 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 really cool. Uh, yeah, he comes in at a really. I, it's kind of um good how they introduce the th- like the trio really early. Yeah, as well. And that's a trope that um, it's just everywhere. It's um yeah. and. It can it can be just like oh th- I mean there's two characters you really like and there's one character you don't like or um, shout out to Sakura like, from <laughs> yeah yeah exactly or or the three characters they just you, you know they're doing for the trope so sometimes one will get forgotten a little mm, bit yeah, or the okay. other two are played up um, yeah Sakura um, <laughs> but these guys yeah these guys the three of these guys are on it like really funny. Um, and very unique to each other. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I do feel like, I also feel like Tanjiro also plays a little bit of a comedic relief at the start yeah. as well. The three of them, when, they, when they, they honestly, like, it's almost as if they're doing shenanigans while they're trying to stay alive. Yeah, they do feel, it does feel like uh, they're trying to breathe a little levity into uh, some of the scenes with those three. Just just because I think I think they need to because the subject matter for a lot of this series is just so dark and heavy. Yeah, um, keep it more shown, and I think I think it was probably a necessity um, the, for them to have like the comic relief character. And the the only times I kind of found it um, a little bit too much were the scenes with Zenetsu where he's kind of where they play where he's you know playing his role as the you know super scared weakling that he is until he passes out and becomes god tier of demon slayers like um oh, and but that's the only parts that I didn't like was when he was being super cowardice I was like this is just kind of painful to watch and then yeah and then when when he does this I, thing I'm like fuck it I don't care <laughs> it's so sick to see you breathe and just jump yeah, in the I air. almost felt like they did it yeah, exactly. But they did it on purpose, huh? I, well, I feel like they did it on purpose because they, they they juxtaposed his incredible, like just he's probably the, the most cowardly character I've seen in a very long time, and uh, he, he's super he's super uh, he's almost and he's a little bit of a pervert as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, there's um, always one. They juxtaposed that, and then that scene when you first see him do the thunderclap. Um, honestly, like I, I was just like kind of goosebumps a little bit, even reading the manga because he leans down into his, um, into his IE stance for the quick draw. Mm. He does the big breath and then that disappears. That's something oh. that's animated beautifully throughout the whole series is them, all the separate characters doing their breathing techniques. You, it's always kind of this close up on their mouth. You see the hot air of their breath exhale and then a hot air of breath inhale and it's this kind of poignant mo- moment because it's it's weird it's not weird it's unusual for um fights in you know big shonen anime to take a moment in a fight to actually breathe to literally take a moment yeah. for characters to breathe and it, it lends a kind of 
It's almost like uh, the eye of a storm in a battle. It's this beautiful kind of tranquil moment in a chaotic battle and then followed by an insane kind of <laughs> decapitation of a demon. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's, it <laughs> unlocks that childhood thing in me that just makes me want to fucking explode. I, I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um? Did you ever like just put it on pause and start doing some like very deep breathing? Oh, the, <laughs> trying to make it work. The Zenetsu in the Spider Lair fight where he's fighting the spider. I've probably watched that scene maybe fifty times, like maybe. Oh wow! Like I've I've rewatched yeah. that so many times just because it's it's insanely epic. It's like I'm gonna put a video up on the Instagram, and I've, I'm pretty sure I've already shared a video to my story on Insta. Um. It's 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 amazing. It's a masterclass in animation. That that scene alone, that scene is worthy of being the penultimate scene of any anime. Really, I'm gonna have to watch it then. I'll, 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 I'll send you, I'll send it through to you, like because it, it is it's in, insane. And but that's not that's that's his defining moment in the that's Zenetsu's defining moment in this season. And then like an episode later, we get the big climactic battle in episode 19, which is the episode that started trending worldwide. It is, I I don't say this lightly, but that scene in the anime episode 19 left me trembling. Like, tre- really? like trembling with excitement. It is one of the most perfect scenes in anime ever. H- hands down. It's you've got me very excited to go watch them on YouTube or something like I'll, that. I'll send you I'll send you the links, but yeah, the, it's it's legitimately breathtaking. Like I, 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 there's no other way to describe it. It's it's amazing, and it, it, this this series is worthy of trending worldwide. This is a series that the movie yeah. is worthy of grossing forty four billion. Like this, like this movie is worthy of the the series Demon Slayer alone is worthy of being in that you know upper echelon of all-time great tv shows because it's it's amazing yeah, i feel like um i feel like it, it almost it's almost moved its way up into like it's definitely moved its way up into the realms of naruto um where i hope that it will influence an entire new generation of manga and anime because mm. from what i've seen of the anime it was it was very well done uh hats off to the production company and like Netflix for getting backing them. But the manga, I'm also excited for the new um, seasons to come out because the manga just gets better and better. Yeah. Um, But just quickly back to the breathing, like it's, it's nice to hear that they took time to really show the breathing because it's the mechanic behind how they can even like how they can even put a fight up against the demons in the first place. Yeah, it's it's um, their, it's their chakra. Their... Uh, yeah, they kind of explain it, but it, it's this world's kind of chakra, Saiyan, Nen, Key, you name it, gum gum ability, devil fruit, you know, you name <laughs> uh, anime and their power system and, and breathing is this one, which is, it's good because it's such a simple concept because we all do it. We all breathe. We all know what breathing is. So to simplify yep. this kind of power structure to a simple core aspect of breathing and controlling your breathing yep. and developing on that, it's instantly more um, 
uh, engaging and not engaging, but um, obtainable for the viewer, for a layman viewer or any viewer to understand it because it's just breathing. Yeah, it makes it superhuman, which makes it super relatable. Yeah, that's it. Relatable. Um, is the word people I was looking people for. can look at these. People can look at these characters um, that, like, you look at going into the hyperbolic time chamber, training for, for years, lifting weight. No one wants to do that. Everyone breathes. So it was. It's a super relatable one. I mean, I definitely had times when I was reading the manga, caught myself taking really deep <laughs> breaths, trying to get my blood flowing. It's it's just nice for a simple power system because as we, as we were talking about at the start of the episode, I'm I'm watching Hunter Hunter, and Nen trying to understand Nen is like melting my brain cells. I, I just I'm just it's so oh, complicated. Man, like I feel like you need to teach Even that when in university. It's written on the paper. You do, you do. Even when it's written on paper, and you're, um, in the manga, it's almost written out like instructions, and it's still impossible to follow. Oh, they they do this like uh, there's this funny thing that they do where like at the start of an episode, like as an intro before the intro in Hunter Hunter, it'll kind of break down Nen again for you, just so. I've, and I still can't get my head around it. It's crazy. But but Demon Slayer, it's just breathing. I get breathing. I do, I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm 27 years old. I'm getting pretty good at it by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, so, yeah. That, that, I mean, that's definitely cool. I, I, I loved it from the start. And the better they get at breathing, the better they, they can control their body and whatnot. And this this but, uh, um, season one ends with the, the introduction of the um, car. I said it. I, had it written down before the Kari the the Hashira yeah the Hashira Jesus Christ yeah so this season one ends with like you get to introduce the Hashira and stuff and it when their intro comes up they you know they um they give a brief kind of they say you know this is the Hashira of uh stone love serpent insect lightning fire mist wind uh but yeah all these things and i'm like when i was watching that i'm like oh my god i'm so excited to see these hashira fight like i'm because the one of the most interesting things that i found throughout the whole series was when they introduced the um insect hashira in the late uh kind of wrap up of the uh spider lair arc she gets because she gets sent with um the water yep 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 yep. So we get uh, just a brief time with her and we see her fight for a bit and it's this super interesting. She's got this wicked kind of um, stinger sword where it's only got like this much of a tip on it. Like not the size that counts. It's just... <laughs> but It looks yeah, it looks like a, mosqui- uh, a mosquito's uh, stinger. Yeah, stinger. And like she briefly goes into it that she creates a poison in a scabbard, in a scabber. And that, and she poisons it. Like it, it was so interesting. And I was like, at that point, it kind of clicked in my head. I was like, oh, these the Hashira and all this stuff. There's there's going to be interesting and new, fun techniques to watch and see. And like this season one is is a hype season leading to this. Like what's going to happen next? And there is so much cool shit to come. Oh. Each of those guys are completely unique, other than the breathing technique, obviously. Um, each of them is completely unique and completely different to each other. Uh, and um, I, I love and, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, the next, um, the next season will lean heavily on those guys. So get ready. 
That's sick. And also on the flip side of that, we get uh, an introduction at the end of the this season to the 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 opposing team, the demons, and his kind of yeah. um, twelve. Is it the twelve? Um, yeah, the upper moons and the lower moons. Yeah, so we get to see those demons, and by the looks of it, they've all got fun and unique powers. All the demons in this series are super unique and interesting. And yeah, they- well, yeah. I mean, other than other than the basic demons, these guys are pretty crazy. Um, you, when you get your first, so you run into the first demon. That, what did you think of the first demon that Tanjiro uh, uh, fights with? So the, the one hut, in the temple. Yeah, well, that the, so that's our kind of first introduction to a demon that isn't Nezuko, which we uh, bookmark. We'll come back to Nezuko in a bit. Um, but yeah, he was, I was just like, okay, so demons are just going to be this kind of basic run of the mill. He was kind of mouthy. And then we kind of, you know, they used him as a kind of, uh, dummy to explain, you know, demons can regen. You got to, you know, cut their heads off with this special sword or leave them in the sun. You know, they'll regen, they'll regen. And he, he, he is a character is, was kind of interesting and funny. But I was kind of like, oh. the thing I would would have said as well. It was a bit comedic and yeah, and, um, almost um, it was almost like a tutorial <laughs> for the and reader and Tanjiro. He's one of the only demons that we see in the first season that doesn't get like a um, that when he's killed and moved on, there's no kind of um, remorse. Not so much remorse. No, yeah, remorse is the right word. But we see later when Tanjiro takes out, you know, the demon in the training arc, the the one that's been killing that all the foxes. Demon that was honestly pretty, um, pretty, pretty deep that one because you've just gone through like his, the flashback and you've realised that mm. that hand demon killed a lot of people related to Tanjiro. Yeah, and he still he still feels guilty for having to. I don't. I don't know if it's kind of take it guilty, but I think I think the best part about this series is that Tanjiro doesn't see demons as monsters. He sees them as like unfortunate lost souls. Like I think he even describes them as unfortunate condemned souls that you know are stuck in this, and he's trying to, you know, he doesn't want to save them. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill them, but he he needs to to you know let them move on, and it's good because. A lot of lesser series paint villains as just villains that don't have any, you know, that are worthy of killing. Like, you just kill this and move on. But it's good to see a a protagonist that, you know, isn't a bloodthirsty maniac, but he's this kind of... Yeah. Not innocent, but, like, um, kind of righteous and... You know, very humane. Very humane, and and also he's not naive too. He's not this naive shonen kind of idiot that we get. You know, a lot of times, you know, with your Natsus and your yeah. your Naruto's and your insert random shonen character here that's naive. Just yeah, he's incredibly intelligent and um, mm. very connect. Like he's he's got like a lot of wisdom. Um, I like how they. Well, it's it's probably worth mentioning that yeah, all these demons they're not born as demons either. They've been they've all been turned into a demon by a single uh, a single demon. Our main villain, yeah, uh, Muzan. Yeah, the main villain. So he's turning all these guys into um, demons from humans. And Tanjiro knows this, and I think that that really affects the way his character is. Um, not only represented, but also how the character progresses. 
Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I think his sister is a big influence on that. We should probably talk about Nezuko a bit. So what did you think about yeah. uh, as uh, of Nezuko? Like, how does she come across in the, the manga? Like, is she... Is she a likable character in the, the manga? Oh, definitely. She's she's one of your favorite characters in the manga. I, I, I'm sure everyone really liked Nezuko. She's she's quite docile most of the time. Um, she sleeps a lot, but when she's interacting with humans, um, she's kind of got a blank face. But she or it's it's kind of that super dry humor where mm. she'll just ignore someone that doesn't want to be ignored, and that'll. Um, that'll kind of uh, bug them a little bit and it's a good laugh for the reader. Um, I, she can also out of nowhere just become a super badass. Well, yeah, when we, when we encounter that first, off. when we encounter that first demon, we see Nezuko spring to action for the first time and she just yeets this demon's head off and it's <laughs> like my jaw hit the floor. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then... Um, there's a really good scene with uh, Nezuko fighting the um, the ball lady, uh, the Tamari ball yep, lady. Handball. Yeah, so she yeah. she's they're doing like a kicking match with this um, Tamari ball back and forward, and it is that was so dumb. based. Oh, it's so funny when she goes to kick the ball the first time and it completely takes her just leg off at the knee too. Just <laughs> gone. Just gone. I, I love all the blood. I laughed so hard. I love all the blood gore oh. with the demons because they, they use it because demons can regenerate. They're very liberal with how much they cut demons up. Yeah, I think that's, that's also why they can get away with putting it in Shonen because they, it'll be super bloody and violent and then the next the next panel they'll be completely healed. I'm not sure how quick it is in the anime. No, uh, it's, it's pretty quick. Like uh, Nezuko is back in that ba- in that fight within, you know, uh, four or five minutes in the anime, I think. Like, it, it's a pretty quick turnover. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Nezuko in the anime, she's weirdly charming, like weirdly charming for a character. I, yeah. I just, for someone who doesn't talk, I, I found her just a really good presence in the series. And, like, mate, what I wouldn't give for a head pat from Nezuko, just a good boy, like, oh, exactly. mate. It looks like the most satisfying thing in the world. <laughs> Definitely. Did you um? Yeah. The best. The best part of that was um after that fight with those two, the handball demon and um Tanjiro goes back downstairs to check on Nezuko and the two good demons. Yeah. She actually comes up and she runs up and gives him a hug, and then she like lets him go and goes and hugs the other two demons. Yeah. Oh no! And, and head, head pats, pats the other yeah. guy. Head like, pats all around. Yeah, and it's at that point where um, she kind of really asserts um, the fact that she's got control over the demon instincts. Mm. It's just and she's really she, yeah she she's got complete comprehension of what's going on, but she just can't talk or anything. Yeah, and I think it's I think it sets up from the start this really good distinguished end goal like as good and as a, as a distinguished end goal as like one piece set up where it is yeah. our goal is to cure nezuko from being a demon you know one piece we're going to go yeah. find the one piece you know naruto we're going to become hokage bleach we're going to go on for 400 episodes and endlessly power up Do until nothing. yeah <laughs> come at me bleach fans <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dive into that one uh, i'll get there eventually and then 
two weeks from yeah. now, I'll be watching Bleach and being like, it's the best anime I've ever watched. <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> I've heard you say that about six times oh, this mate, year. It's, uh, <laughs> if, if I'm in, I'm in. Like, you know, there's very few animes yeah. that I've watched this year that I have not liked. There's only one that I can think of now. And, yeah, just Cells at Work was a Shout terror. out, wrote them. Cells at Work is a... Uh, it's an anime on Anime Lab. Is it, if anyone's watched it, let me know if you could stand more than forty minutes of it because I went through two episodes and was like, "What the f- is this?" But um, <laughs> getting back to um, Demon Slayer, so yeah, I, I think the the fact that it sets up this beautiful end goal at the start and then it's it's the driving force to go through and it kind of. It makes the the way the season follows a kind of it looks so the start of the season f- kind of follows a monster of the week format where you know the crows will arrive they'll tell Tundra where to go go to a town kill a demon crow arrives tells Tundra where to go go to a town kill a demon and that format it's a it's a great format it's one of my favorite formats of all time I love monster of the week TV shows I love monster of the week anime yeah. it's it's an interesting concept for me but because they give it that really good end goal. It takes it from an interesting concept to a compelling story that is constantly getting yep. pushed forward. Like it, it moves past just being a monster of the week and it comes into being um, a continued interesting plot where we're seeing development yep. and every time he kills a demon and gets their blood, he's taking a step towards that angle. So you constantly yep. feel like you're progressing through the series. And it's, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's amazing. And, and each one is notable. I think mm. I think they they do it they do it in the manga especially. I don't know how much they give to it in the anime, but in the manga, every single demon apart from that first guy is given a backstory. Yeah, no, same in the anime. So every you every demon's re- given a very interesting and a very good backstory that makes you weirdly feel for the demons by the end of it because because they were human beforehand. Yeah. It's playing on and that humanity. Is, yeah, well, I think what they did was they Tanjiro already has this ability to feel empathetic towards the demons. They, it's it, and obviously it was like the author's responsibility to make the audience feel like feel the same way as Tanjiro towards the demons, and they do it every single time. There was not there was not a single time where a demon. Um, a demon died other than the couple that don't get a backstory where I thought I don't like that person or the demon because well, that, they that's showed the, thing. the you... human they were before and they're related, they're a relatable human or um, they have like uh, strenuating circumstances that make you feel sorry for them. Yeah. Almost. Well, that's the thing. And it, it does this beautiful thing where you see that Tanjiro can see, can see the human side of these demons and is almost is empathetic towards the human side while also not disregarding all the awful shit they've done as demons. So it's yeah, not like not he's forgiving them. Yeah, he's not forgiving them. Um and he's not, you know, condemning them. He's he's empathizing with them at, at a human level. And yeah, yeah, they're realizing that these are poor, helpless creatures that uh, that need to be kind of dealt with in we, the most humane way possible. It's see, you see it throughout the anime, uh, especially in the the spider lair, uh, killing one of the. I think it's the mother of the the mother in quotation marks of the spider family. He uses 
Yeah, um, yeah. That. He uses yeah. this technique um, where it's a peaceful, almost tranquil-looking death. You know, it's it's this beautiful even in the even in the manga. Yeah, it's this, it's yeah it's this beautiful quiet scene, and that you don't hear the big gush of blood, or you just a silent, simple slash, and then this beautiful kind of resting scene, and you it's it's shown how peaceful that release looks like for the demons. And yeah, it's, it almost brought a tear to my eye. Cause yeah, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the things that sets Tenjiro apart from the other guys as well. You, they're happy at points, not every single one of them, but there's, there's several demons that at the, towards the end of their fight, they're actually happy that he's taking their life. Yeah. And it, that's a good, that's a good thing for them to do in the, in the, the series because it makes you want to. It makes you want Tanjiro to face more demons because you think not only is it good for him, but it's good for the demon. Like it feels like a win-win yep. almost. You know. Yeah. Feels like he's doing a good it, service to both parties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not just eliminating the demons; like he's freeing their souls, kind of mm. thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's weird righteousness. I love it. Yeah, um, and I think I think also that might be like one of the reasons why it's been so successful mm, is definitely. because I would I would I would safely say that the only other the only other title that kind of gives that much emphasis to every character would be Naruto. Yeah, I think, and Naruto. Well, I, I think, think Naruto is yeah. Well, yeah, because Naruto, there was every. I mean, the guy you couldn't not become that guy's friend. You know what I mean? The only <laughs> everyone, everyone at the end of it was just like, ah, oh, okay, I'm happy that this guy's beating me, kind of thing, because he's he's an he's an okay kind Man, of guy. I, tr- I tried not to like Naruto as a main character. Like, I tried actively <laughs> has like almost all the traits I hate in a main protagonist, and yeah, fuck me if I wasn't just a massive fanboy of actual Naruto by the end of that series. <laughs> you have to be because, because once the story gets to a certain point and just like, just like Dean say, like they, they, they're too nice to Hate, ignore. Yeah. Almost. yeah um, I mean, it's definitely a trope that they took from Naruto, the whole converting or changing the mind of the enemy kind of thing, because Naruto is the king of that. He can change anyone's mind. But oh, yeah, shout out to the pain arc for an example of that. For yeah. So uh, any final thoughts on Demon Slayer, buddy? Um, final thoughts. Uh, my, personally, I'm uh, going to start getting into the anime. Um, yeah, from what you've 100%. Said, it's I'm, I'm going to cool. read the manga. So, yeah, <laughs> I think this show succeeded. Do, do in- read the manga. Um, for any for anyone out there listening, the manga you you will like the manga. It's it's it doesn't get clo- it never gets clogged down. Like you said, the story is consistently progressing, and with every with every new character, with every new enemy, there's a new backstory. There's some there's some more kind of um, they almost explore different aspects of circumstance in society from from being poor to being too rich. Um, especially in the later arcs, um, it's it's just a big, good all-round uh, kind of exploration into human uh, humanity and how like we interact with each other. These guys are taking the form of the demons, obviously, but 
they without the demons you wouldn't get these other certain aspects of people coming out as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than that, um, very excited for the movie. Yeah, super excited um, for when that movie comes out in Oz. Like, uh, I cannot wait to see it. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, so I think the only question I have left to ask Johnny Boy is, can Demon Slayer get it? Demon Slayer? If, <laughs> Demon Slayer can definitely get it. Um, I think we've been talking for a, a while now and we've barely fleshed out anything because we're just so excited to talk about even just small small aspects of the um the series yeah so um it can definitely get it it can definitely get it i've um when i was revising the manga i was actually thinking i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start from beginning to end again uh sometime in the future yeah like um um, i think it's blaringly obvious to anyone listening here but demon slayer can can get it like this it's 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 an amazing series it's truly um I think it's it's one of those series that's it's going to push anime and manga into, you know, uh, a new kind of... I think this is the beginning of uh, a lot of interesting and amazing series coming out because I think other, other studios kind of have to step their game up. You know, if this is the standard Demon Slayer is going to set, then you, you all have to kind of, you know, reach up as high as them. You, you have to take the risks that they've taken with this anime and, you know, how they've integrated CG and animation into it and how they've just made it look amazing without sacrificing any story. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the 2.5 D that kind of CGI. Oh, the the CGI in this is, is perfect. Like perfect. I mean, I hate, I hate well. It's done really well. And it's done so well that, not only do you, you not only do you don't notice it, but even when you do, the only thing you're left saying is, "Oh wow, oh wow, look good." Yeah, it, it's amazing. So we should probably start wrapping up there, buddy. Um, yeah, it's super good to have you on here, and I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to this one. It's been a bloody Thanks blast. I mean, I'm I'm sure we got we got wrapped up tonight, and we've just been rambling on. Oh, we mate, didn't get this, through so much stuff. We've been going for over an hour too. Like, we've been going. Um, so yeah, make yeah, sure we, you. We can talk for hours. So. Oh, oh. Uh, make sure you're getting on the the socials and hitting us up uh, at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you can send an email into the pod at uh, Lords of Dorktown at gmail.com. Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Rate and review and all that jazz. And John, do you want to sign us off? Keep it dorky, baby. I. <laughs>